yeah, I almost, I, I will have to take a selfie as the young people say, um, because it's a little, um, humorous, I think. Mm. And, and this, these, uh, this, this, um, selfie you speak of, that is, that's something on the Facebook. I think, um, that or the, the, my face, I'm not sure. Oh, the, my face. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've heard one of the young people talk about that. Yes, 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 yes. So. All right. Well, we got that at least. So, <sighs> yeah, you can send me a picture of your setup if you like. Indeed. I I don't know if that will. I don't know if it'll if it'll <laughs> make enough sense to be worth putting in the show notes. But then again, our show notes are pretty random. I don't know how often you go and look. They're pretty good. I think they're a fair representation. The the collection of links. I, if somebody had never heard the show, I shudder to think that one of the first things they might do is look down the links of any given episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think it says a lot about us. Mm. <laughs> At any rate. Chewbacca, the Lego movie, David Allen's getting things done, the War of the Roses. <laughs> Always. An awful lot of my links end up being Wikipedia. I'm trying to I'm trying to d- diversify every week, but a lot of the time it's like I just want people to know what this thing is that I said in a throwaway line. Well, it's a good gesture <clears throat> toward whatever the thing right. is. Right. Yeah, and it's like I you know, I don't know I don't know a better place to send them um, mm-hmm. than Wikipedia in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think it's fair. Although when we talk about Star Wars I send them to Wikipedia. <laughs> no, really? Really. I haven't looked that closely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, I don't know if I've done that every time. I can't remember how many times we've talked about Star Wars. Um, in some ways, I think I'm always talking about Star Wars. But uh, the times that I can think of that Star Wars has come up, I've used Wikipedia. That is funny. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, very good. All right. Um, so I started doing show prep, and then I threw it away. You rascal, you. Yeah, I decided to go with something else. You are listening to Priority, a podcast about choices, limitations, and getting stuff done. Priority is hosted by Katie Leibman and her brother, Max Leibman. That's me. Today's episode is entitled Living with Boxes. For complete show notes, including links to anything we discuss on the podcast today, visit us online at priority.fm slash 18. So, Katie, at this moment, and this moment is a hypothetical moment, not the actual moment we are in right now, because right now we're recording a podcast, but at this moment, at any given moment, how do you know what to work on? Mm. Well, there's this great podcast on the internet called Priority. (laughs) Ding! (laughs) And it guides me in all of my my minute choices. Um, how do I know, one more time, how do I know what I should be working on? Mm, yeah, or, I know or what, what, to, work what to work on. Ooh. Whether or not you let should come into it, it might be a personal decision. Mm, let the should in. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether or not you want to should all over yourself. Got to be careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good one. And this is really, it's really funny that you would ask me that today. Um, so as the listeners would know from last week, um, I have recently moved. Um, well, I guess they wouldn't know that part. So now to get us up to the present moment, I have moved, um, and I've been at home the last several days, sort of working on the unpacking and arranging process. And what's funny is I feel like the part of my brain that helps me pick what I should work on (laughs) next is sort of busted. Like I'm finding I have to uh, narrate my day out loud to mm. my husband to figure out what should come before what. Um, um, is it almost like that part of yourself is still packed? Yeah, and I don't know where the box is. It's awful. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's in the uh, the third one marked kitchen. Oh, my God. That's not even funny because I have three unpacked kitchen boxes right now. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> oh my you God. skipped one. <laughs> I bet, like, this is very odd that you're bringing all this up. I was in the kitchen <laughs> all day today. And not because I'm a woman, but because I just moved. Yeah, no, that's you got you to gotta do the kitchen pretty early. Oh, my God. And there's just so much, and we have to figure out where it lives. Ugh, it's the worst. Yes. So, so, actually, this is a very funny question because I feel like 
I don't have that capacity right now to choose correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So I've just been, it's like I could dive in anywhere in the house mm-hmm. and I would be making progress. There's just so much to, yeah. there's so many tiny decisions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's, yeah. you know, one thing we've alluded to before is that it's always all tiny decisions. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, <laughs> you, you made a big decision about which house to buy, but <laughs> it's going to be, you know, many, many, many more tiny decisions will ultimately affect how happy and productive you are there. Oh my God. You ain't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Some of which you're making right now. <laughs> As I sit in Fort Podcast with the <laughs> furniture that's been brought to this room. <laughs> uh, I, I think actually we need to designate that Fort Podcast North since, you know, there's already been established a Fort podcast. Correct. Here. Yes, you established yours. <clears throat> yes, before I, this one was founded. I think when I inevitably lose my mind and piss everyone off and start a second podcast, I'm going to have to call the podcast network Fort Podcast. Oh my God, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so again, that was an answer you couldn't have anticipated and probably didn't need. <laughs> no, no, actually, um, it's 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 exactly what the podcast needed because, as I said, I threw away my show prep. So <laughs> this has brought up all kinds of good stuff that we can do. Oh, good. Well, the first thing, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, something you said in there about how it's such a it's such a I'm losing the exact wording but something along the lines of it's such a mess and there's so much to do that you could do almost anything and it would be making progress mhm mhm um which i think is one fairly profound thing that a lot of people miss when they get overwhelmed and i think i tweeted about this a little earlier this year too um as mm. i'm thinking about it one of my more serious tweets but it's like if you are seriously buried and you don't know what to do first it literally doesn't matter do anything first. Right. You yeah. know, um, anything is going to help as long as it's a real thing that you really have to do, you know, and uh, watching watching uh, True Blood on HBO Go is not going to um, probably be the thing that's going to help. But doing anything right. else that's really on a list somewhere or that someone's really expecting, you know, mm-hmm. and if you've got a thousand people who want something and you're going to disappoint 999 of them by choosing one of those things, that's better than sitting there and disappointing all 1,000 of them. Right, and probably feeling like crap in the process. Right, totally, totally. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I will surprise myself with how much better, like that I have the power to make myself feel better about my work. (laughs) If I If I give my, and I know I've brought this up before, um, you know, like if I look at a, a, list of next actions, but I identify the ones that I know I can get done in a particular amount of time. That's so much more satisfying than pretending like I could do the whole list in one day. Mm-hmm. Oh, for Something sure. like that. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you know, the, the, I like something you said in there about how you can make yourself feel better about your work. The other thing that I think a lot of people overlook is, is one way to make yourself feel better about your work is to do a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a line in David Allen's Ready for Anything that I really love, which is, haven't you noticed that working hard on the right things is not hard work? <laughs> um, which, and and sort of semi-related, uh, it's also a principle, I'll, I'll find something on, I think, uh, Dr. Timothy Pitchell's blog about this, but uh, in procrastination research, it's often found that everyone's sort of anticipated, like, how bad this task is going to be to work on yes, is almost yes. always worse before than during. Um, so, you know, it just, in addition to being realistic about what you can get done in the day, also just doing, you know, going back to doing anything, doing any one of those is also going to make you feel better about your work. Mm-hmm. And that's something you can mm-hmm. do anytime, you know, you can just right. pick the, you know, I have this, I have this, I alluded once to having an idea for an ebook <laughs> that might've ended up being an idea <laughs> for a tweet and I didn't, I didn't know the difference. Um, but I have this idea that, like, if you're if you're really truly stuck, like, the best thing you could possibly do is to rank your tasks from easiest to hardest, like everything you can think of you have to do, and just go do the easiest one, and then do the hmm. next easiest one, and then do the next easiest one. Yeah. Um, because before too long, I think you'll probably feel like doing something harder. Um, but also, you're going to feel better about the overall pile because it's going to be getting smaller. Yeah, and faster. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking about that phenomenon. It's so funny because with us all, with all this 
packing stuff, like the other thing that is sneaking up on me is how taxing it is to make all these little decisions. Mm. <laughs> so like, <laughs> yes. this is just really weird timing. Cause <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, uh, that's, that's also pretty well documented. I'll link to a different researcher, <laughs> uh, Baumeister who, um, uh, he has a popular press book called willpower. That's a couple, three years old now. Um, Recounting some of his research, but you know, making making decisions does uh, tax a finite, you know, cognitive resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god, this kitchen! You just, mm, mm, you just have no idea. <laughs> Taxing all your cognitive resources. Oh my goodness! I hope I get a good refund. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I think that's you know, speaking of little decisions and getting work done. Um, Courtney will would tell you um, if if we're ever talking about domestic things that I clean more often than her, and that's true. But a lot of the reason is because I kind of take responsibility for the kitchen, mm-hmm. uh, which is the thing that needs to be cleaned the most often, um, mm-hmm. it, as it is in most houses, I think. Um, and part of the reason that I do that, you know, my dirty little secret about that is that it's some of the easiest cleaning in the house because it's a bunch of very small, repetitive, <laughs> easily accomplished, you know, decisions and tasks to do in the course of mm-hmm. cleaning the kitchen. You know, it's, it's low effort, high reward. <laughs> you, oh my gosh. you see your progress very quickly. Each dish that goes into the dishwasher, you're a little closer. That's true. You know, and this is, I, I don't have a source, but I can certainly try to find one, um, Ah, but I read somewhere that that is also um, something related to gender, that the ability to see progress um, for whatever reason is stronger in men. Hmm. Um, No idea if that's true, but I feel like I've read Um, it somewhere. I would, Um, I would imagine it's because, you know, we want to, we want to, we want to measure against the other men. (laughs) It could be, it could be related to competition or, you know, achievement or something. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would also believe if I were to extend this theory that I don't know <laughs> if it exists, um, it probably follows that more competitive people feel the same way that when they can see their progress, you know, mm-hmm. sure. if the, if the floor shows dirt really easily, then a clean floor would be really satisfying mm-hmm. in that case. Yeah. 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 I don't know. For sure. Yeah. Measurement, measurement is good. Um, mm-hmm. I think so anyhow, but I'm a man, so. <laughs> and I'm competitive, so I'm nodding. <laughs> <laughs> very good. And a woman, for the record. Yeah, so. um, I, yeah, yeah. We should <laughs> we should be very, very clear. Um, <laughs> cisgendered, straight, uh, as far as I know, um, American woman, but not the song Indeed. "American Woman." Indeed, because this is this is not a Lenny Kravitz podcast. No, it's not. So, what made you think of this? Uh, this topic. Mm-hmm. You know, I good question. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to remember what I was prepping on actually, <laughs> uh, which is now escaping me. Um, but I, in the last couple of days, I um, on Audible on my iPhone, I I put ready for anything and getting things done. Um, the abridged versions back on a day or so mm-hmm. ago, and uh, I, they're both like only about three hours in the abridged version. So I've listened to them both, um, about a time and a half through over the (laughs) course of the weekend. Uh, and then today I was just fiddling around with my lists and my systems and, and, you know, trying to sort of prioritize the week, um, in a, at a, at sort of a high level, you know, like, you know, what days am I going to have to get ready for what meetings and that kind of stuff. Uh, and Mm -hmm. then it just kind of came to me and I was Mm -hmm. like, you know, I, Screw whatever I was going to talk about. Let's let's talk about. And I think actually I do know what we're, I was I was prepping to talk about. I was prepping to talk about workspaces again. Oh, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, I was not feeling I was not feeling very inspired about it. So gotcha. Um, but yeah, I was I was looking at this and thinking about you know the elevations, the the horizons of focus, and you know mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. so, how do you prioritize, or does it depend on the project? <laughs> Well, in my case, um, for the most part, uh, you know, I generally don't quote unquote prioritize. Um, it, it's, I like it, when I use the word prioritize for, for the week just now, but it was largely temporal. Like, you mm. know, when am I going to have to do which things <laughs> in order to be ready for which meeting? 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what is going to be, you know, and, and that is that is prioritizing in a, in a very real sense. Like I'm saying I have to do these things first because someone is going to be expecting me to know the right. status of or to have completed something on this, you know, this week. Um, <clears throat> but by and large, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am very much a, uh, anymore a child of, of getting things done in that, like, I, I mostly just try to keep a good, uh, awareness of what my options are and mm-hmm. just go where I feel like going, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I do, um, my job isn't super responsive, like in terms of, I, I, I don't, I'm not like in a customer service role where, um, I'm being called on constantly by sure. unknown ad hoc requests for things, but I'm in a pretty big department in a decent sized company and, and I do get a number of sort of ad hoc walk-in or phone call requests. And, you know, usually I'll, I'll put those first, um, if they're right in front of me, unless I'm working on something, you know, super important or, or that's behind or that's a crisis, in which case I'll tell people to, you know, shoot me an email and I'll get back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I tend to prioritize like the person that's there over what else is going on. Um, I do tend to try to keep an eye on the calendar and, uh, put anything that's time-based ahead of other stuff. And I don't know, beyond that, just day-to-day, it's it's whatever needs doing that strikes me as having a, a good enough payoff and that I f- actually feel like doing, which I want to be clear, like when I say <laughs> feel like doing, um, I am often talking about procrastination um, and just kind of like, oh, that, that seems too hard. I'm going to do that tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but very often too, I, I mean that in a more, you know, getting things done, responsible kind of sense. Like, you know, what do I have the mental and physical energy to do right now? Um, you know, I have to audit this person's, uh, work on this giant file and it's going to take half a day of focused reading or, (laughs) you know, I can go do this filing. Um, Right. you know, and if I'm, if I'm toast, um, because I was up too late or, you know, just came out of a a couple back to back pretty intense meetings, then I'm probably going to do the filing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which kind of ties into, um, our conversation the other day about, um, how do you know when something's done (laughs) because (laughs) you personally are done. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, no. So it sounds like you're thinking about this topic is, is almost the opposite. How do you know when you're ready for something? You know, Mm -hmm. how do you know when something should be next? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, and that's how, that's how I often know what to do is, you know, either somebody asks me for something in particular, or I just go with whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever I feel like doing next. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess since we're talking about getting things done, I could run through David Allen's like, you know, the, the, the order of things that you need to consider when deciding what to do in the moment. Um, if you think that would be interesting to people. I'm trying to remember what, and I know I've read it and I've heard it. Uh, it is the four something, something, something. I'm seeing if I can find it. Uh, I don't have my copy of getting things done in front of me. (gasps) It's on my desk. It's on my desk at work. Oh, okay. Fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Anyhow, I can't remember the name of it, but it is in, it is in getting things done. I remember what they are. I just don't remember what it's, it's like the four, the fourfold nature of work, business buzzword, decision-making something. The David something. Fold path. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyhow, this is, this is a reflection of, of, you know, David Allen's coaching on how you decide what your priority is in the moment. Uh, and this is a good reflection of what I'm talking about when I say, you know, I don't really, I don't really prioritize so much as just go with, with what seems to need doing in the moment. Um, and the, the four things to consider, and he suggests doing in this order are context, which is where are you? What's present? What can you actually physically do? Um, you can't mow your lawn when you're on an airplane. Um, you can't call. Maybe you can't. <laughs> No, I can't narrow minded there. I can't mow my lawn when I'm on an airplane. Um, I can't make a phone call if my cell phone is dead and I'm not near anybody else's phone. Um, you know, things like that. I can't have a conversation with somebody if they're asleep, or at least I probably shouldn't. Um, things like that. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you consider is context. What can you physically do? Um, and again, I think we've brought up this example before, but on the lawn mowing, like if mowing your lawn is for some reason the most important thing in your entire life and you are on an airplane, it's probably not going to get done 
even if everything else you could work on on the airplane is less important. Right. Um, so that's why context is first. Uh, the second is time available. And this one is one I, I, that you've talked about a couple times now. Um, and for much the same reason as, con as, as context, time available is one of the first things to consider because if you have something that will literally take an hour to do and there's no good way to subdivide it, um, right. there's not really a good reason to start it if you have a meeting starting in five minutes. Mm -hmm. um, third thing mm -hmm. is energy available. I alluded to this a minute ago. Um, if you just come out of two uh, contentious back-to-back -back meetings and you're feeling emotionally beat up, um, if you're really tired because you have a toddler who, you know, was screaming all night because she's sick, um, you know, if, if for whatever reason, physically, mentally, or both, you are drained, you know, what do you still have the energy to do? Um, sure. There are some tasks that need a lot of physical energy, some that need a lot of mental energy, some that don't require much of either. And and that's, again, um, a little more fungible than context and time. Um, you probably can work on the budget when you're toast, but you probably shouldn't. Uh, and then lastly, and only lastly, is is actually priority. Like, what is the payoff for this thing <laughs> once you've you've kind of narrowed your options by context, time, and and energy? And then you get to priority, the name of our lovely podcast. We're number four. We're number four. <laughs> Boy, if only we were number four. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm guessing cereal would be number one, and then we'd only have two other competitors beating us. NBD. No one likes podcasts, right? Not that much. Mm, no, no, definitely not. Um, nope. But anyhow, that's that's sort of the uh, the the you know seminar business book model for um, in the moment decision making, and that's that's a pretty good reflection of me most of the time. Mm -hmm. So where and I, and again, like I. I have been through it, but I am not remembering his language. Where would deadlines fall? So deadlines would be, um, so this particular model uh, is for in the moment action decisions. And uh, I believe in his model, you know, when he talks about when you should be looking at which of your lists and what you should be doing, the thing that you should always check first, he says, and look at the most often is probably going to be your calendar. Um, mm -hmm. so if you have something that has to be done by a particular day or on a particular day, like that should come before you're even deciding anything else. Um, this is also for, for anybody not familiar with getting things done. Another thing that's somewhat unique to the system is, is, uh, David Allen, um, uh, really discourages daily to-do lists and says the only things that go on your calendar are things that have to happen that day. Um, sure. I would, I would, I would fudge that a little bit and also say, or by that day. Um, I also put deadlines on my calendar because, you know, if a deadline's buried in another list somewhere, I'm probably going to miss it. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, if you are deciding among several things that have to happen on a given day, then I think these same things come back into play. Um, but otherwise you probably don't have that many things that are like, it has to be done today or it dies relative to everything else. Um, mm -hmm. And you work on those first. And then once those are taken care of, then you go look at everything else you have to do. And that's where this fourfold model comes into play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And I guess that's, I hadn't thought of it when we were talking uh, the other day about um, planners and calendars and what materials we like to use. Um, but I didn't think of it, but that is something I do. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of examples. So hard deadlines for school, things like final papers do, that sort of thing. Um, mm -hmm. And then on the teaching side, um, the deadlines for uh, turning in grades for my students at the end of the semester, things like that. I'll put those on the calendar. Um, right, right. Because they would be so bad to miss, right? For sure, for um, sure. Yeah. So I might have the project itself broken down into steps. You know, grade yeah. this, then grade this, then grade this. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And and I'm just kind of speaking in generalities about all of the various things I've done getting things done. And um, as it stands right now, something I should also mention, uh, in Outlook currently, if I put a deadline on a task that's on a list somewhere, it does show up on that day um, on the, the calendar view oh, that's right. underneath the task. So, so for me, it is in both places. Um, but mm -hmm. you know, like when I've, when I've done things on paper, uh, a deadline goes 
I might put it, you know, I might have that task on a list somewhere, but you know, really where it belongs is on the calendar. Cause I need to know, I need to know when that sucker is, is due, you know, right. be looking on it. Cause if it's not done before the day it's due, then it does have to be done that day. It does become right, one of right. those, you know, one of David Allen's like, it can only be done on that day or it dies. Right. Cause you've put it in that position. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. So, and that's <laughs> one way to decide. It's what we talked about. One way to decide how things are done is, you know, it gets in front of the audience. Somebody sees it. It's, you know, it gets out there. Um, <laughs> that's one thing to decide uh, what to do. <laughs> Let it get to the point where it's to do. Oh my God. No, it's true though. Well, I was thinking as you were talking earlier, I'm definitely in that boat too, that I'm very much driven by, um, those deadlines and what's in the moment. I'm going to of course be responsive to that. Um, I don't know. And I don't know if this, maybe this would be an interesting tangent to, um, something that I've thought a, a lot about, especially in the last couple of years is, um, ugh, and I hate bringing it up this way, but it sort of fits into the conversation of work-life balance or work-life <laughs> school, title, title, title balance, you know? Um, but the idea that when an opportunity comes up, um, one of the things I think about a lot, and when I talk to my husband, I try to keep us thinking of life this way. You know, if a friend is in town for the evening and that only happens once a year, but we've got this other thing that we had on the schedule and we've been planning on doing, and it also, you know, fulfills something in our lives. Um, one thing that is becoming more and more important to me is if the other thing can't happen that often, mm -hmm. I, you know, but it's an experience we want to have, you know, we want to go see that friend or whatever. Um, that's an important weight. That's, mm -hmm. that's going to drive my decision for me. Right. Um, it's like, well, we can go see that movie tomorrow night, but we can't go see Jody tonight, you know, right. So we right. should go do that. Um, it's almost kind of a, um, uh, opportunity cost is the wrong word, but it's like a similar concept. It's like, yeah, there's, there's yeah. a, you know, um, one of these, one of these is going to be you know, opportunity cost might be the right, I don't know, but mm -hmm. you know, or we could use, we could cost. use this. Yeah. Experience cost. I like that. We can, we can use tonight for a thing that we can do anytime, you know, or we can use tonight for a thing that we can very rarely do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, you know, that should be a factor. Now I would also say, I don't, I don't think that, um, the thing that can be rarely done should always win. Certainly I wouldn't take that as a heuristic, but I think it's a good factor to weigh. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. it, this ties into energy as well as things that rarely happen. Um, one of my favorite podcasters, um, rock musician and current candidate for Seattle city council, John Roderick, um, <laughs> Uh, was that, I think he was at a family reunion originally, but he, he like bought a truck, um, while he was in another state, like clear across the country from Seattle. And then he drove cross country to get home hmm. and he sort of did this tweet tour where he would like tweet his progress and then like meet up with people in different cities. Nice. Um, and he stopped in Kansas city and got some barbecue with some people. Uh, but it was on a particular night where I was completely like, talk about being toast. I had, I was running on about 72 hours with, with five or six hours of sleep and, uh, really busy oh and beat God. up from work. And just, I did not feel like talking to anybody. I would not have been putting my best, best, uh, face forward. Um, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't feel up to it at all. And I'm, oh I'm still a little bummed I didn't go, but mm -hmm. at the same time, like I didn't know about it until I was almost ready to be on my way home, you know, from oh, work. Wow. And by the time he got there and, and, you know, met up with people, it would have been after when I went to bed. So, oh, my you know, ultimately I don't feel that bad about it, but, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it was the kind of thing you're talking about. Like it had it been any, any average night, I probably would have been like, oh yeah, I'm going to go meet John mm -hmm. Roderick. That's awesome. No, that all makes sense too. And I think it, I think it is an issue at the heart of this topic is that, yeah, if you're overwhelmed, no matter what you choose is going to move you forward. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, you, that choice could be important because you're choosing something over others. Right. Right. I don't know. And I guess now I feel like I'm just sort of Stating the obvious, like, uh, well, I mean, it, is, it is obvious, <laughs> but that that language that you know goes back to the concept I mentioned a moment ago: opportunity cost in its literal sense. Like you know, if you 
I'm familiar with that mainly from economics, although it, right. it comes up elsewhere as well. Um, but it basically means that when you choose anything, you choose not everything that's that everything else. Right. You know, this letter is going to be somewhere between, you know, A and Z inclusive. Um, but as soon as I type <laughs> that letter, that space is occupied by only that letter and all the rest mm -hmm. of them are excluded. Um, you know, I've got $20 in my pocket. If I buy two tickets to a movie, I can't then also go use that $20 and buy a shirt. Right. Um, right. Or in my case, a haircut because I have so little hair, it only costs $20 to get it cut. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, and, and, you know, in, in any given moment, you know, talk about having, having a big list to do, maybe you do have to do all of it, but you know, you can only do one little bit of it right now. And I think that's part of what makes it paralyzing is, you know, when you choose one little bit of it to do right now, you, you are, you feel like you're saying no to all the other stuff and that feels problematic. Um, mm -hmm. and the truth is you are saying no to all that other stuff for the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you don't do that, none of it gets done. Right. If you say no to everything, then you're just on HBO Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watching watching, watching True it. Blood. <laughs> uh, Still have never seen. Yeah, I have not either. I'm, uh, oh, okay. Vampire sex shows are just something I, I don't feel is missing in my life. Not your cup of vampire. Yeah. I mean, as you know, I am a vampire hunter, so it's I, I feel weird watching them. Yeah, that was that was Buffy. Mm -hmm. I got the song in my head. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh Courtney would be so proud. She would. She would. Um long time listener, first time Courtney. <laughs> no, scratch that, reverse it. <laughs> Yes. Um, I had a real thought in there somewhere. No, it's true, though, with the that uh, sort of paralysis of, you know, what am I saying no to and is that going to be a mistake? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, have I prioritized wrong? Um, right. That's like, and, and given, um, you know, we had some, we had maybe four days in a row in the moving process that were super rough. It felt like we were going, going, going all day. We were between our two places of residence. Um, the one we were leaving and the one we were entering, um, I was doing lots of cleaning. I was probably inhaling some chemicals that probably mm. should have been better ventilated. It was just, it was a mess. It was a real mess. Um, but in that process I was getting so sort of, um, cabin feverish, um, perhaps and, and run ragged, um, like it was such a relief when I would sort of in a panic say, Billy, what, I don't know what I should be doing. And he would say, okay, how about you? And then he would throw out one of the million things I could do. Um, because that sort of let me off the hook for having to process through that, you know, mm -hmm. like, well, I could work on the kitchen because it's a pain in the butt to go run around and look for the forks, right? They should just right. be in a place. Like let's settle the forks, shall we? Um, or I could go to the bathroom and make sure that we have more toilet paper so that when this roll runs out, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the toilet paper is also settled into its home, mm -hmm. and, you know. Um, but having someone, you know, even if it was arbitrary, maybe he did, you know, in, in, in some of those moments, he did have a specific reason. It's like, oh, well, he would like to do this next, which means this needs to get done now, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Sometimes there was logic. But other times it's like, again, in this process of prioritizing it's it's using part of your brain to make the choice about what to do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And maybe and maybe I'm just, you know, sort of over harping on that because that's the brain I'm in now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's been I, rough. You know, that's not that's not that's not that's totally a um that is a good case to consider is the you know, the brain you're in now cuz everybody is going to be there at some point, <laughs> not just moving specifically, although that too, but yeah, you know, any big project, yeah, I think. Yeah, everybody will be behind or overwhelmed or or moving or whatever at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I think that's that's good to consider. One thing um I don't know if you find this, I find this to be true. It's something David Allen has said that I I don't know any research that backs it up and it's the kind of thing <laughs> that I among the many pieces of advice he has it's the kind of advice that I, I would like to, you know, look into research on at some point because I, it strikes me as true, but I, I don't know. It's, 
Oh. It's one of those is a little bit more out there. Um, do you mean you're a little skeptical? Well, I wouldn't say I'm even skeptical because I do find it to be true myself in my own experience. Hmm. But it's just I don't know. It's it's one of those that you know. And and I'm asking you. I'm gonna ask. I'm bring it up now because it's something that that you may be feeling right now, one way or another, <laughs> how it works in your situation. Mm. Um, but one thing he talks about, especially with regard to the energy question, is. Um, that doing really easy, simple, um, you know, uh, uh, relatively untaxing tasks when you are shot gives you a boost of energy. Um, so if you've got among all of the hard projects on your list, you also have water plants and fill stapler. Um, <laughs> if you're not up to doing any of the others, going to water your plants and filling your stapler, in addition to being able to check something off the list – and maybe in part because you're checking something off the list, will also give you a boost of energy that might bring you up to a level where you can take on something else. <laughs> so as you are <laughs> as you are in this process, are you finding that when you finally <laughs> do move on something, either because Billy helped you choose or because you just gave up and decided to do whatever's right at hand, <laughs> is the next one easier to decide on after that? Do mm. you feel like you've got a little bit more energy for the next one? Or is it all just such a big morass that it doesn't matter? <laughs> You know, I, I and I couldn't help but thinking of previous um, experiences too. I think that's true. Um, I think for me, it's not just uh, easy tasks, but it could also be the tasks that would make me feel like I'm further ahead than I am. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking of, for instance, um, working today. Um, <laughs> it's just so sad and it's so stupid and mundane, but it, I'm so fried. <laughs> I just feel very pathetic right now. I'll just say that. I'll just establish that for the listeners. Like, I know this is sad and silly. <laughs> um, but so most of the day today, I was sort of stepping around, uh, halfway unpacked boxes, right? Because I would mm-hmm. want to, I want, I needed to be able to see how much and what I was working with right. so that I could figure out what could live where, you know? Um, but in that process, and it took me, I mean, I was working in the kitchen like all day, pretty much my entire day. <laughs> I was just trying to assemble the kitchen, um, which included a lot of things, right? So I'm, I was scrubbing out, um, old drawers and putting in shelf liner and all these little things. So like really time consuming. I wasn't just like spinning around in the kitchen, pulling my hair out all day. Um, (laughs) I'm glad to hear that people I was doing stuff. Okay. Um, so because it was so sort of clogged in that space all day, what was really satisfying, even if it had already been cleared for a while, Mm -hmm. uh, breaking down the couple of cardboard boxes, that I did completely clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's funny is I didn't even notice they were empty until I was like sort of fried and just staring around the room trying to figure out what to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then I noticed, oh my God, that box is empty. I can break it down. So I cut the tape and go stack it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly there's this great clear space on the floor. It's like, oh my God, there's a floor there. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, so that little, that sort of thing for me is the sort of boost of like, look, progress, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, little stuff too. So like when I finished a drawer, um, I don't know. And I guess that, yeah, I guess that's different than what you're asking about. Um, mm, I, I don't know but, that it's completely different. Um, yeah. <laughs> another David Allen quote, when in doubt, clean a drawer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you put the stuff in the drawer. <laughs> well, in your case, right. yeah. But yeah, in, yeah. in six months, you're going to need to clean it. That will right. be the task. Right, no, no, no. I, yeah, I'm hoping in six again. months you're yeah. not still unpacking. Oh, my – oh, don't even say that. That's so sad. That hurts. <laughs> Make it stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I think for me – and maybe it, it – um, maybe listeners will be thinking of what it means for them too. I think for me it's – not just checking off a little easy thing, but um, hitting those little milestones. Mm-hmm. So, like, another thing, um, I had one sort of errand to run today. So one thing that would have gotten me out of the house. Um, one thing that I found works for me really well on days when um, I have a lot to do, a big, you know, a big hectic work day um, Sometimes it works best for me, and this sort of ties into what you're asking about, 
it gives me the boost of energy at the beginning of the day to sort of wake up and get going. Mm -hmm. If I do something like run an errand. So like I just had to go to the store for four things, you know, Mm -hmm. less than a mile away. Right. Hopped in my car. um, Took me 15 minutes, you know. Um, So I found that like that sort of thing can be energizing early. Like it's Mm -hmm. not a hard task. I know what I'm doing. No, I I like that. um, I'm kind of the same way. I like to start my workday with something I can finish almost right away. Yeah, yeah. And I think for me too, it's also – it's a very easy task to run to the store and grab things that I roughly know where they live. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it's also errandy, like that type of thing can really feel like a burden when I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, if I, I've got to put yeah, on clothes. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially after a day of spinning in the kitchen and tearing my hair out. Uh, where's the car? I mean, working on the kitchen. <laughs> where's the car? Yeah. Does that happen a lot? Uh, yes. In the car. We've got like four miles of driveway. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Which isn't, isn't actually true right now, but we do have a really long driveway for, for how, how small our true. lot is. But, you know, whatever those little hurdles are, yeah, sometimes it can feel like a big disruption to mm-hmm. realize, oh no, it's 4 p.m. and I haven't run my single errand yet. Right. Yeah, that's, so. that's true. Yeah. Having knowing so that's that might be a good how do you know what to do? Know which one you'd like to have out of the way later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. So because I've been sad and pathetic, what sort of decisions are hard for you to make? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drag you down with me. <laughs> uh you know, I think I think my biggest downfall lately, um, one well, one thing I'll I'll admit one big weakness in this whole you know decision making, getting stuff done. Um, I'm I'm getting away from getting things done back to getting stuff done. Just just <laughs> our podcast, but um, one place I do you know not just to be clear to everybody, I'm not like a productive dynamo over here who always gets everything done. One place I fall down a lot on this is um, I am pretty strongly introverted, which. Um, at some point, if we release an episode where Susan Cain comes up and we talk about for any length of time, you'll find out I'm an introvert <laughs> and I'm really angry about it. Um, not, not that I'm an introvert, that, you know, <laughs> that I have to deal with other people who don't understand that. Uh, I, I will tend like way before I should to decide I am below the proper energy threshold to do a task that involves other people. Like it doesn't take much. It takes a lot for me to be too fried to um to you know do something complicated in Excel. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't take much for me to be too fried to go ask a colleague a question in their office. Yeah, um, no. is one is one mm-hmm. thing. One thing I I struggle with just as a, as as a um you know it's not really a decision that I find hard. It's a place where my decision making about what to do in the moment will break down. Um, and I'm aware of it. And when I'm, when I'm conscious enough to be thinking about it, I, I can, you know, overcome that and be like, no, I'm just going to go do it because it'll feel good to have it done. But but that's, that's Mm -hmm. a weakness. As far as what I find hard, um, I, I think my, my bigger one is that, um, there are definitely contexts in which, um, there are certain things that, that like the person thing, but for different reasons, like there's mm-hmm. whole categories of tasks that, that I'm just not going to end up choosing to do for a long time. Um, like <laughs> for instance, um, <laughs> the, uh, the office on the second floor of our house has become sort of an attic over the last year and a half. And <laughs> since the beginning of this podcast, I have been meaning to, and occasionally trying to get it cleaned up and organized and purged. Mm-hmm. And I've made a little bit of progress, but there have been an awful lot of nights where I've chosen to do other things and sure. not all of those choices are right. So I think, I think I'm, what I'm landing on is sort of my bigger problem is, is not so much there's decisions that I wrestle with, but that there are types of options that I'm bad at choosing even when they're the right one. Um, and in, in the case, really funny. In the case yeah. of the office, I think some of it's an out of sight, out of mind thing. Some of it's a priority thing as well. Like we don't um, – we, we you know, don't need anything in this space next week. Um, Although it would be handy to have it clear because then we could use it for more than me just coming up here and podcasting. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, very little up here do I need any given day. 
Right. Um, and when I do, I can usually find it. Yeah, and that's almost dangerous because then you're not you don't have to interact with right, right. the task. Yeah, so part of I mean that's that's one of the one of the risks of doing sort of having a, a very GTD style mindset. Um, or having, like I talked about last week, not having too much attachment to, you know, <laughs> if you manage to make everything sort of a, a low level, you know, non-priority, it can make a lot of decisions easier, easy, but it also makes it easy for a lot of things not to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've, I've managed to, you know, everything important and, and urgent, everything we have to get to anytime soon is kind of, kind of out of this room. Um, mm-hmm. and we've got mostly enough space and, and, you know, affordances everywhere else in the house to do everything we need to. So mm-hmm. I've made this room, getting this room into shape a non-priority, even though it would have tremendous benefits psychologically <laughs> as well as physically <laughs> to get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking too though, and this is a, again, another direction. I just keep sort of leaping. I'm thinking about how <laughs> there have been things that in the process, again, of moving, um, cause that's where I am. Um, <laughs> where Billy and I will say, you know, it feels like when we, (laughs) it feels like for the past like six days, whenever we talk to each other, we're mainly just going over lists. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Um, Sure. We'll be like, he's working right now. I'm sort of in between work and a class that I'm going to be starting. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, teaching teaching or taking? Uh, taking, I'll be enrolled in a course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so my teaching's done until August. Um, but I will be in a course, um, starting next week. Um, so I've been available to be at the house, Mm -hmm. um, which I think has contributed to the cabin feverness. Um, (laughs) because I'm trying to, to do the house project all day. (laughs) Right. Um, but yeah, it, so we'll we'll be apart for a couple hours. He might be um, working on campus, or I might be out running errands, and then we meet up again. It's like, hey, how was your afternoon? Oh, I did this, this, and this, and I realized should we be doing this? Oh yeah, which reminds me, we forgot about blank. We should do that too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we should get blank at the store so that we can do that. Blah 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 blah. Um, you know, it just feels like we're right. doing that over and over and over again. Um, but in that process, you know, we're we're sort of prioritizing out loud. You know, we might realize, oh, these events should happen in this order mm-hmm. because if we want, I can't even think of a good example. You know, if we if we want to be able to cook by Wednesday, right? Then then this stuff needs to be at least sort right. of put away. Well, and and yeah, kind of. A, I don't think you're necessarily doing this because you have taste, but um, uh, <laughs> yeah. if you really want plaid contact paper on the shelves in a given closet or pantry or or cabinet <laughs> you should probably go by that before you unpack the things that will go in there yeah but like the thing you just did like we've been having to do that out loud to make sure we're thinking of all right the no parts. I, totally totally right. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but i and i i just mean as a silly example because i don't think you're going to put plaid contact paper down anywhere not not because oh, not because it's not the kind of thing you're having to discuss <laughs> but just like it is it is an obvious sequence that if you're in a, if you are, you know, taking my advice from earlier and working on literally anything that needs to get done, um, you're mm-hmm. going to overlook that and create more work later. Right. Yeah, that'd be a problem if we buy all the things and come back and oh, I don't want to put them in the cupboard yet yeah. because I haven't cleaned the cupboard. Right. The and, cupboard's gross. And I would still say it's better to be doing something than nothing. Like if you're feeling paralyzed, yeah, just go unpack whatever and don't worry mm-hmm. about things going out of order. Um, right. that's better than sitting there being paralyzed and living with boxes, um, <laughs> Ugh. title, <Living> but, <laughs> Dang. uh, but, but yeah, I mean, it's good to also talk those through and think a little bit because you will have opportunities to save yourself time and heartache later. For sure. So the sort of flip side though, and what I was thinking of earlier is we've also had to, there are things that we keep thinking of. And then we haven't, I'm trying to think how to say this. So for instance, um, we threw away the mat that had been in front of our kitchen sink at the old place. Mm -hmm. It was gross. It was dingy. It was very flat. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It had been sort of pounded thin by our feet. Oh, thin. Um, Okay. I was going to say like, you want your mat to have like elevations (laughs) to be like a topographical map, a topographical mat. (laughs) That was really bad. 
it had basically turned into a piece of parchment. Okay, it was, no it was longer... the thinness is the thing, not not being flat, <laughs> but being thin. and dingy and dingy, thin and dingy, thingy, if you will. It's like it's like acupuncture for your feet, but it's like a mat that's just little mountains. You know what I mean? It's really <laughs> it's very new age. You should look it up. <laughs> mm. I just made that up, but I'm picturing something really funny. Um, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So we threw that kitchen mat away. So every time we've been working on a shopping list or running to get groceries or get hardware or whatever, we keep re-remembering a new kitchen mat, but we we sort of casually looked um, for one at the store and didn't really see anything mm-hmm. we wanted. But then we keep re-remembering and talking about it until eventually it's like, you know what? This is not a priority right now. We need to decide that it doesn't matter at this moment, and we will we will remember it when we want it. You know, mm-hmm. like we're our feet do not hurt when we stand at the kitchen sink. Like we're fine. This is not something to be worrying about right now. Right. So, sort of on the flip side of prioritizing, like in the the in our running around this week. Um, we, and I know I've used this phrase a lot, like we had to give ourselves permission to say that is not a priority. We should stop acting like it is because we keep talking about it like it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So two questions for you. The things that you're talking about that are actually priorities that you're working on right now, uh, as you keep talking about them and making these lists and, and discussing them together, are you writing those things down? So, so this is kind of funny and this, Ooh, this could be a topic too. Um, because Billy and I work differently, but similarly enough that we have the same, I think, overarching values. They just express differently. Um, I'm trying to think of how to even dive into it. So like, I know that as a human, I don't remember things. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I, I don't remember things as well as he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's of all sorts. So just generally, I know that I need the sort of crutch of writing things down. If I want to remember, I need to leave a note for myself. Right. Um, especially if it's we're running to the store and it's for more than two items. Like, no, actually, even if it is just two items, like, I'm going to give myself the space to write that down. Um because even if I remember the one, I will get there and I will have no idea what the second one was. Um, whereas Billy, for whatever reason, um, is very sort of focused when it comes to um, telling himself, this is a thing I need to remember. Um, so I will make lists on my phone, um, <laughs> but this sort of funny and sort of um, illustrative. I made um, a Google Doc for us, I think the day before we moved, when we first started realizing, oh, when we get there, we should get this, you know. I started a doc right away, shared Mm -hmm. it with him, and started whenever we thought of something, I would type it in there. Um, I don't think he's opened it. (laughs) And that's that's not a – I'm not – when I say that, I'm not saying that as a nagging wife. Like, oh, I made this great list and he Mm -hmm. hasn't even opened it. He doesn't know. But like – the only time – oh, no, no. He went to find it once because we were sitting right next to each other and I didn't have my phone on me. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Billy, what so else So he opened on it for list? you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, basically, you, I, were, you were opening it using the affordance <laughs> that is Billy. He basically could have handed it to me. He was just being my dock opening robot. Um, yeah. Ooh. No. What? Sponsorship opportunity. What, Billy? <laughs> no, document opening robots. <laughs> we can call them Billy bots. <laughs> oh, man. He's not going to listen to this for, you know, a while, but still. Yeah. This is going to be fun when he realizes how much we're talking about him. I should stop. Anyway, so we work really differently, but I don't know. And his way's not wrong. <laughs> That was so judgy. Yeah, and I'm no, putting words in like, your mouth and causing you trouble. No, 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 no. That's so funny. Um, I And it is funny. I didn't think you would laugh that hard when I said he never even opened the dock. Because, um, like, it's a non-issue. Mm-hmm. But then after that, when I realized he wasn't going to use it the way I use it, then I just started, um, you know, I've got that notes, uh, notes app on my phone. I just use that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, because I, and I, and I don't know if it's that if he knows I've written something down or that I've emailed something to him, I think that's his way of knowing that he doesn't have to worry about it mm-hmm. because I, I've captured it. Um, and then on the flip side, when I forget to capture stuff, he is so good at reminding me mm-hmm. verbally or whatever. Right. Um, so I think he just has <laughs> some mental capacity that I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I have to externalize a lot more than he does. Mm, sure. Um, which again, and I don't know. Well, I guess this doesn't add up. Um, but I've talked about this before with writing and journaling, but I identify um, as more of an extrovert than you do, certainly. Um, but one of my theories is that as an extrovert, I have to keep processing things verbally, whether or not another person is around. Mm. Um, so what I was going to say was, is like, well, um, if introverted people are thinking more deeply to themselves, whereas I think more deeply out loud mm-hmm. verbally, then that would make sense that someone like Billy wouldn't want or need systems like I use. Right. But then how does that explain you? Uh, <laughs> you know? Can of worms. <laughs> you just made me no, think no, of no, like no. Just... six things that I want to talk about, but I we need we both need to read quiet again before we go into that. No, no, no. And I was not asking to Max, please, please psychoanalyze yourself. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 that's not yeah. what I was Well, saying. I I think I just just in brief, like the the short way it's a can of worms. Um I would reject the think more deeply thing. Um, hmm. and, and the out loud versus internal being, uh, really reflective of introvert extrovert, although things might tend to run that way more typically. I, I think it's, yeah, mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think that's a different distinction, um, that you're talking about there. And certainly I would not claim that introverts think more deeply. Hmm. Um, certainly I think more deeply about introversion and extroversion than a lot of the extroverts I know, but in general, I, <laughs> I don't think I don't think thoughtfulness actually runs along those two lines or like yeah. even even internal versus external necessarily. Yeah, I guess I'm thinking of and, and you know I'm simplifying just because it's uh, sure. an observation I have. Cuz it's an observation on a about. podcast, not your dissertation. <laughs> yes, I would <laughs> I would be thinking more deeply and Yeah, you should you more. should just turn this in. Oh my god. Well, it's due. <laughs> <laughs> We have show notes. That's kind of like a bibliography. Oh, my God. I was thinking about that earlier. We were talking about Wikipedia. Um, too funny. Um, I've linked to no less than seven scholarly articles, I'll have you know. <laughs> and how many of them were writing center scholarship that I sent you? Oh, I wasn't even counting that. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, my God. No, and I, I, I think it's you – know, of course, I'm oversimplifying, but – I I would think that there would be differences in how, um, or rather I should say, I would think there would be differences based on where a person falls on that spectrum, Mm -hmm. intro and extra. Sure, Um, sure. How they process, not necessarily, yeah, thinking versus verbalizing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they are, it's a cycle anyway. It's very hard to say that, anyway, we're getting into... <laughs> yeah, top, like actual science. <laughs> topic topic for another day for sure. Though. Yes. Something something yes, to yes, revisit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, so Katie. Max. How do you know what to do in any given moment? <laughs> I don't know. I asked my husband. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible answer. They're gonna throw you out of academia. Oh my god. Oh sh yeah, no kidding. I'll just be a feminist. Okay. So um <laughs> Let me ask you a different question. Maybe, please, maybe, maybe easier and less less likely to ruin your career. Um, what are you going to do after we get off this podcast? Finish this beer. You have been listening to Priority. Once again, for complete show notes, or if you'd like to send us feedback via email or subscribe to the show, visit us on the web at priority.fm. If you enjoyed the program today please go to iTunes and leave us a positive rating and review, as that will help new listeners find the show. Also, if you're interested in getting updates or communicating with us via tweets, follow us on Twitter, where we are at PriorityFM. That's at P-R-I-O-R-I-T-Y-F-M. Thanks again for listening. 
ask my husband what I should do. <laughs> and that's not a joke. I don't know. You're, you're catching me at a at a weird but hopefully enlightening moment. Yeah, no, I, I kind of figured that. That's why, that's why I went with the question. Hee-hee. <laughs> Yeah, yes. I know. What about you? Uh, wait for you to upload your half of the audio. Oh, dedicated podcaster. Indeed. Um, and then, actually, um, kind of related to something you said, Courtney is going to be home from uh, Knitting Group soon, so we'll probably talk through what we've got to do in the next few days, <laughs> which will be a little bit less difficult and hectic than what you're doing. Mm. Well, think of me. I will. I'll be thinking of where your audio is. 